Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hey there, I'm Laura. I'm Mac, and our... Forget our roles. Uh, communication <laughs> officer Eris and security officer Z are on an away mission or something. I don't know. It's a podcast. We just we're, we're here around a mic. We are, and they're not here this time because we are going to do a not really a medical emergency episode like we had done uh, at the early stages of the pandemic. The pandemic is still going on, by the way. It's just we're in the... It's not over, over. <laughs> we're in the late stages of it, so uh, continue to wear your mask, asshole. <laughs> it's just the one. <laughs> well, I had one in my mind. So we're going to do a kind of a special report on Picard Season 3, which is uh, definitely lit up Trek Twitter and whatnot. Really, since it was announced that the entirety of the TNG cast was going to come back, not just Riker and Troy, uh, there was a teaser trailer that showed audio clips of the cast, including Gates McFadden and LeVar Burton and... uh, Michael Dorn. And Michael Dorn, who had not been on any previous episodes. Brent Spiner was back. We are recording this half of our episode on on Picard Season 3. It's April 6th. We've watched episode 2023 of 2023. We've we've watched <laughs> in case you're watching this in the, or listening to this in the future. AD um, <laughs> or in the past, I don't know. We have uh, watched I don't know your time travel business. <laughs> we've watched the first seven episodes through Dominion. At this point, episode eight dropped today, and we're not... was that the title of it? <laughs> seven was Dominion. Eight is Surrender. I believe we haven't watched mm. it yet. So we're going to talk a little bit how we feel about the season up to this point. Maybe make some predictions for the final three episodes. So, thoughts about the season. We also have maybe a special guest cat running <laughs> around the uh, studio. Normally she's sequestered, but since we're, we're only... trying something new. <laughs> since we're only recording for a few minutes, I figured we, we could let her roam free. We'll see how that works. Every time you and I watch an episode, we typically have to give ourselves a few minutes when it's over. Because we're... Just both deep in our feelings. <laughs> it, it's thrown off our podcast prep schedule real bad. Because, oh, Thursday night we're going to watch like a couple of Deep Space Nines or a couple mm. of TNGs to, to get ready for whatever we're going to record in the but normal show. we don't want to watch other Star Trek after watching this. Because it's... And after it's last... Really yeah, good. <laughs> after last week's episode with Jordy mm. and his his proclamation of, of the ethos of friendship with... With Data, uh, that was that was. Uh, Levar Burton would like his Emmy now. Did he win an Emmy for Roots? He should have, and he should win another one for this. If he didn't win for Roots, that's probably a travesty. But probably, I don't actually know for sure. I don't know. It was a big enough thing, I would imagine that he yeah. did. So I mean, he never that. won. Did he ever win for like Reading Rainbow or something? He it could have won a daytime uh, yeah. ch- children's television Emmy. Yeah, that's yeah. possible. I mean, yeah. But still, he, he, he deserves one for Star Trek, if not for any other reason than him talking to Brent Spiner for 
right. a couple of minutes in this last episode. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty intense. And then <laughs> Rolaren's triumphant return. Oh, by the way, this is going to be spoiler heavy. So yes. if you've not watched... <laughs> if you've not watched it, uh, if you haven't watched the whole season, you're fine. If you've watched up to seven, you're where we are. Right. Uh, if you're listening to this in the future and... You've watched everything, great, but if you haven't, You'll maybe sh- shut this off it. right now. We've already said Rolaren, so mm, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rolaren's uh, sacrifice. Yes, Abby, I know. You have a very Rolaren esque spirit in that you're uh, frustrating, uh, not very friendly, and. Kind of grumpy a lot and huh? difficult to make friends with. And. and Love me in a way that you're just not able to express correctly. Does, does Rolaren love you? Rolaren loves Picard. Oh, that's true. The relationship between my cat and and, and myself is <laughs> and sort Rolaren of akin is very similar to okay, Rolaren okay. and Picard. Yeah, no, I, interesting. I, I'm going right. to stand by that proclamation. Okay, do it. All right. Yeah, uh, we've met some new characters, sort of the next next generation. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, that's the end of that. <laughs> She's getting conflicting messages here. Here, would you? She can leave. <laughs> hey, you're going to leave for a couple minutes. Come on. Yep. Abby, hey, over here. Go follow Danny. Danny's got it. Over here. There we go. There you go. There we go. Come on. Where were we? <laughs> I have no idea. That cat is uh, fun. Your relationship to our cat is not unlike Picard to Rolaren. Yes. Yeah. I, although I don't see our cat sacrificing herself for you. I do. Really? <laughs> yes. Interesting. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I, we'll see what pans we'll out. We'll see what pans out, yeah. <laughs> the return of Dr. Beverly Crusher after much absence. Yeah. Sort of the instigator of the plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, our new character, that's where I left off, new characters, including Jack Crusher, the son of Beverly and Jean-Luc. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I think the bombshell implication in there, it, it, they were having an argument and they were talking about how they've tried to have a romantic relationship four or five times and it never, like, could stick together. Hmm. That's not the bombshell for me so much as the fact that uh, Dr. Beverly Crusher is aging exceptionally well and oh, yeah. fertile well into her later years. Yes. Uh, you know, so good at medicine as well. Yeah. We already knew that. Um True. but yeah, you know, she's 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 keeping it together. Yeah, oh yeah. She she is she is aging goals. Oh <laughs> here here. <laughs> Actually, every, everyone on this show is just doing so well in their later years. They it's so are. great. They, like, <laughs> TNG don't, uh, they just not, yeah, yeah, they, they're a healthy bunch. They are. There That's aren't really great. any sci-fi shows from the 90s where all the cast is both alive and can <laughs> still get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we met the LaForge girls, sisters. Yes, yes. Uh, Which ones? Sydney and Alondra? Sydney is the helmsman of the Titan A. Alondra, I think, is the attache for her father at the Starfleet Museum. Which, what a great gig for Jordy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he only thought he was going to retire nice and quiet and just maintain a fleet of famous (laughs) vehicles for posterity and, you know... 
be a museum curator essentially for the rest of his life and then Picard comes along and he's like oh damn I guess I gotta go on an adventure <laughs> my theory is absolutely that Montgomery Scott had that job before him and that handed would, it off I can see that yeah. that's my head canon and unless Terry Metalis who is not as we've learned several times this Tell season <laughs> this is this is where my brain works so I see the name of the showrunner for Picard season three and it is Terry Metallus. Metallus. Not Telly Savalas. And my brain is like being the weirdo that I am. My brain looked at that and was like, is that that guy that played a, uh, a detective on TV in like... That was like before I was born, yes. right? <laughs> it, it was before I either have, of our times. I have no reason to know who Telly Masalis or... Telly Savalas. Telly Savalas, that's it, is. But for some reason, when I saw this guy's name, I was like, why is the showrunner this... this? Anyways, is- so now the running joke is that I am. So not Telly Savalas. <laughs> right. And it's all sort of a stealth... Deep Space Nine season eight. I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah well, the Dominion. Well, they brought up the Dominion and yeah. how changelings have changed. That's a big part yes, of the plot. They're they're slightly different than they used to be. And there was a stealth return of Odo, even though Rene Bourgeois is not with us. He, he's uh, dead, but he's still feeding information to, to uh, Worf. Yeah, because yeah. well, they're buddies. I mean, the implication being that Odo is alive and well in the Great Link and, and sending stuff along. He's there in spirit. I love it. The one problem I have with the season Uh-oh. is not the season itself. Okay. The fact that there's only one of it. Well, there's that. <laughs> the reaction of some, we'll call them fans because there's not an easy Those other guys. words. But they love it. Mm-hmm. The, the critical reaction to this season has been a lot more positive than seasons of really other shows in the discovery the forward era, era. Mm-hmm. yeah and but the re, the re, the typical review of picard season 3 it goes like this i fucking hated picard season 1 and 2 uh. this season 3 is okay i'm like yes i will grant you that this season is the strongest season of picard mm-hmm. i will even note, note the flaws of the previous two mm-hmm. seasons i think the end of picard season 1 didn't stick the landing Mm-hmm. And I think the middle of season two of Picard is a little bloated around the edges. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that doesn't mean it's an affront to your sensibilities <sighs> and that this is the this is what I've deserved this whole time. Like the love of this season doesn't deserve the hate for the right. previous seasons. Right. Mm-hmm. Makes me a little Different annoyed. showrunner, correct? Well, no. Metallus was involved with season two a little okay. bit, but he was not the direct showrunner. Well, I mean, that maybe that's because I think each season has gotten progressively better, so that could be, you know, he got involved in two, maybe up the game a little bit, and yeah. then... It's the same thing that I think I said... I think I said this in our episode about Strange New Worlds, mm-hmm. and... My reaction to that, and it might be a slight being overt criticism, is that... Too many people like it? No, no, no. That people really just like what's comfortable and familiar. Mm. And they tend... 
the, in this newer Trek era, they I've noticed people railing against things that aren't exactly like what it used to be. So when Strange New World started, everyone was like, this is what I always wanted from New Trek. And to me, it felt stale in a, in a way because it was what we'd seen before. It was going back to mm. that um, original series era, and I felt like it didn't... I mean, it, it, it wasn't bad, but I didn't gush over it the way some people did. And I was just slightly perturbed at the fact that people were, like, completely shitting on Discovery and saying, ah, oh, Strange New World is what it should have been. I was like, Discovery was at least doing something new and different and offering something, places that Trek hadn't really gone before. Huh. Strange New World was going where they'd gone before. And I think that was... That was my criticism of it, and I think with Picard Season 3, we are once again going into something that is very familiar. Now, having said that, I do fucking love Season 3, because this this is my jam. These are, these are my people. These are, this is where my emotional tie is, um, and so seeing... Like, I, I'm the target audience. I'm the one who, like, grew up with Next Generation and loves these characters. And now it's like, oh, my God, the nostalgia. So, like, they're they're hitting all these great points. And you can tell the people running it actually watched <laughs> all of Next Gen and dis dissected it. Um, kind of the way the Lower Decks people had <laughs> making all these references. And then they, but they also love it. And they've delivered something lovingly for the fans. Delivered in a little pretty bow. End of rant. <laughs> As Max stares at me. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I like uh, Strange New World, which I think gets us to what are our predictions for the second half of the season? We're going to rejoin this episode after we've seen the season finale. Already the title of that has been released called The Last Generation. Aww. And we're going to predict you, you'll listen, you'll laugh, maybe we'll laugh when we come back and see how far we're off the track we were or how right on the money we were. Mm. But I think it's also interesting to think there's going to be a feeling. I remember when the TNG movies came out, there was a feeling as the movie would wrap up like, oh, gosh, it's going to be so long before I see these guys again. It's going to be a couple of years. Hmm. when Generations and First Contact and Insurrection, they did well, so you felt like, yes, another movie was coming. And then Nemesis came, maybe we'd never see them again. Yeah. But I think, you know, we might not see Jean-Luc Picard again after this, because I think Patrick Stewart... He said he's done. Yeah. He said he's done. But he said he's done after Logan, and then Sam Raimi and uh, Kevin Feige said, do you like money, sir? <laughs> another review of... Doctor Strange in the uh, in the multiverse <laughs> oh, of madness. I was, I was like, like, "What are you talking about? Is there a Logan too?" Nope. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, "Cause Logan died in that one." <laughs> Patrick Stewart likes to buy things just like the rest of us. So I, but I doubt that kind of money would be thrown around for Star Trek. So yes, I believe we would not see Jean Luc Picard again after this. I think the rest of them could come back, and that sort of thing. And there is a movement for a, a new show, Star Trek Legacy which would be the continuing adventures of the Titan and then returning characters and that mm -hmm. sort of thing. And 
there was a groundswell for a Pike show after Discovery Season 2, and we came on this podcast and demanded that it was done, <laughs> and the next day they mm-hmm. announced it. So once again, the holodeck is broken. So this is, is our... Demanding. This is our chance to, to get what we want. A green mm. light of Star Trek Legacy uh, with Telly Savalas as the showrunner. Resurrect him if you have to. Right. Uh, <laughs> so so do you want to go first? Do you with some predictions? Your predictions and uh, yes, number one, I think it's obviously that we're going to see more Troy. Troy has been very uh, scant, and then but uh, Metalis has been really on the record that Troy is the MVP of the final three. I may have seen a still from this upcoming episode where she's in it. Yeah, she appeared on two videos (laughs) previously, like she skyped in, (laughs) (laughs) right. I think they went on her cameo page and paid the 200 bucks to get her to appear in several of these episodes. And she, she's home with a kid. Like right, she, she's right. and, but, she's on the, the she's she's making up she's making pizza in that brick oven. Yes, there was a, a cliffhanger where Riker's captured by Captain Vatic. And Troy shows up and says something like, Hey Will, but like It was oh Will. It, it was, was yes, yes, but it was almost in a knowing like, I can't believe you got wrapped up in this with me. Or it's like Your theory is that Troy is, is, is evil. Is, <laughs> is, is on that side. Or is this Troy? Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's it's more like, Oh Will, I told you not to get involved in this yeah. and here we are. Like yeah. there there there's that thing, but I or it's maybe like Oh, we both got kidnapped. Dang it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's just like, oh, Will, because, hey, hottie, it's good to see you. <laughs> For the amount of 10 forward we've seen. The, the bar Guinan's, or the... Yes, the, okay. the bar. Okay. I would imagine we'll see Guinan by the end of the season. That That's that's a little less certain than Troy. Okay. Guinan in the... Whoopi Goldberg, Goldberg as Guinan, okay. the 25th okay. century Guinan. Oh, that's right. We got her a little bit in season two. It's a one-to-one shot on Troy. We mm. know she's yes. in the rest of the season. The question is how much, and I mm-hmm. I would... the All signs point to quite a bit. Guinan, I, I'd say maybe a one-to-25 shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're certainly keeping it under wraps if it is. Now here, a possible... The holodeck is broken exclusive. <laughs> John Delancey is touring with, remind me of the name of the group. Uh, the Curtis Institute of Music. Yes. He's doing a, a poetry reading along with their music mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, he's narrating a piece of music that they're performing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we saw the show and it was playing uh, relatively close to here. Uh, it was great. If you get the chance to see it, John Delancey is John Delancey. Go go catch that. <laughs> the musicians are phenomenal, the too. The musicians yeah. were phenomenal. There is a piece that was written for this tour called Darmok and Jalad. Reference. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Delancey was kind enough to be out in the lobby to mm-hmm. greet, and we got a program signed, and it was nice to meet him. I'd never met him after even after years of conventions and we were we spoke to him briefly and said we really enjoyed him in picard season two like Uh the finale of picard season two is quite good he's quite good in it and he he looked straight at me i think he might have just had this ability to straight look straight at both of us right right and says and and wink (laughs) winks and says stay Stay tuned tuned. (laughs) that's that's like that's the report so i'm thinking q despite his seeming death Mm at the end of Picard season two will appear in season three before everything's said and done. My, my, my guess is if that's, is if that's true and he's not just being chummy, that he, that 
Picard may not be long for the world. Mm-hmm. He may go on to the next plane of existence. And Q really is God. Or my thought in this whole thing is that Q did die, but whatever right. happens after death, Q is there, and yeah. he and Picard are soon going to be together forever. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Picard's gonna love it. <laughs> or he he will be fine with it. Yeah, like uh, they made peace in like, the you, <laughs> last season. Yeah, it'll be. I'm going to show you what the true nature of the galaxy, the universe oh, that, is. Ooh. Or what if? Yeah, yeah. like. Q could be on a... I mean, Q could just be Q. Maybe he doesn't actually die. Maybe he just turns into whatever's next for a Q. Yeah. And then he can take Picard away, kind of mm-hmm. like Vosh in that right. <laughs> season of uh, uh, Next Gen. And you're like, let me show you the universe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or it, and Fly it, it, away on a magic carpet together like so, Aladdin so, and Jasmine. <laughs> so much more esoteric than that. Like, you don't even know what's beyond. Mm. Let me show you. And yeah. that's the last moment. Something like that. Like the trial never ends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I that I, I'm I'm thinking Q will return. I have it on good authority that he might. We we Q told us so. And I have some guesses about how. And I, I hope I hope it's correct. We will see the Enterprise F because mm-hmm. actually that's even shown up in trailers already. Okay. I believe we even see the Enterprise G because some of the material like that's in the opening credits or actually it's actually the closing credits of the show have a lot of Easter eggs in there. Hmm. And uh, that material indicates that the Enterprise F is due to be decommissioned. So right maybe now. the maybe the end the or close to the, the show G. is it launch of the G and you get that long uh, motion picture uh-huh. uh, of them circling the ship. Yes. I'd watch that with the, the next gen crew. Right. <laughs> I, With the Jerry Goldsmith score over it, yeah. <laughs> I also think there are plenty of clues that the D will make its appearance. Hmm. There was a report I saw from somebody, somebody was at a con where LeVar Burton was, and he just like completely threw his NDA out and was like, yeah, <laughs> we spent several days on the set of the D bridge hmm. uh, shooting for the end of the season. Hmm. Easter egg type stuff. Uh, in season two, there was a lot of ship displays at the academy, and one of them was for the Enterprise D. And they sh- like somebody tweeted like a expanded version of that, and it said specifically that the saucer section, which crashed at the mm-hmm. uh, end of Generations on Viridian Three, was taken and taken to wait for it the Fleet Museum. Because where else would it go? Right. Yeah. It's not on display anywhere. Uh, Alondra makes a reference to uh, something. In Some a particular hangar that Jordy's uh, got Jordy tucked can't away. Talk about. Yeah, 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 I'm thinking that the saucer section's there. I saw a theory on Twitter that's, I think, a pretty good one because the Titan A is actually built out of pieces of the original Titan that Riker commanded. Mm. It, it's it was borderline just a refit of the original Titan. I'm thinking that the Enterprise G is going to be built upon mm. the structure of the D. Interesting, interesting. I want to say that we're going to also see the ships in that fleet museum in action because they're the only ships available that aren't networked and at Vadic's mercy right now. Mm-hmm. Don't know if the show can afford all of those particular sets. <laughs> True. Uh, the Enterprise A bridge, the Voyager bridge, the Defiant <laughs> bridge, uh, the Bounty bridge, which they withheld from us when they stole the cloaking device in the Bounty. I, I so wanted them to just get on the Bounty and steal the ship. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, oh, little, little homage. It'd be great if or, there's like a Cetacean Ops uh, right. it, on the on the bounty now because uh, 
Maybe like, well, were... it's, it's, it's fitted for whales. Let's just put more right. whales on it. Right. <laughs> Maybe they're withholding that for the finale. The finale feels like it's going to be big. This is not based off of Trek Twitter or people dissecting screenshots of things on the show at all. So I could be horribly off base with all of this. I am fascinated with the idea that they introduced earlier that uh, essentially hinting that the holodeck was invented to give people a sense of calm and familiarity when they are about to die in space. Mm. I am also, because when you mentioned, like, yes, I think Picard, the man, the synth, Gollum, whatever he the, is yeah. now, is not, is, is going to die somehow at, at the end of this. I'm also wondering if he spends a little time on maybe the bridge of the Enterprise-D before doing so. Like, there could be something, like, it, it's a holodeck simulation or it's a Q thing. Like, I, I feel like that could yeah. be part of it. As soon as they said the final generation, last as the generation. last generation, yeah. as the title of it, and I don't know if this is sacrilege, I am okay if this is the end of us ever seeing the next generation crew together. I, I'm literally okay. I don't need cameos in future things. I don't I don't need it because this is shaping out to be very good unless the last episode completely betrays all of that, which I doubt it. But if you watch the episode so far, Jack Crusher and Sydney LaForge mm. are, are, are either shaping up to have a, a little interesting romance or possibly just a really cool friendship. They have vibes. Um, there's some vibes there. And so there is a part of me that thinks it's absolutely adorable if their kids decide to go out in the universe and do things together. Um, yeah. And that could be the last generation. Like, I would this say is that's, the... <laughs> that would probably be the focus of Legacy because that's what they've said is, yeah. you know, the Legacy characters could still appear I think the implication being that really everybody but Picard is probably safe for the end of the season mm. with some renewed life. That, I mean, yeah. some, something with the... I, I like the idea of Jordy at the, this museum. Like, <laughs> hell, I'd watch a museum yeah. show of them just bringing yeah. in ships and LaForge uh, <laughs> gushing, gushing over them. <laughs> if Jack Crusher's the focus of the show, he's going to call his mother because he's the good he brother. He has to call his mother. Because yeah. one oh. of his brother's... Do not. That's another prediction that I have is I think we will see yeah. Wesley. Yeah. Will Wheaton is hinted, you know, he, he yeah. same thing. It's like, stay tuned, folks. But, like, I feel like we have to see Wesley at some point if if Crusher is the focal point of this. Yeah. Um, if nothing else, you know, in this etherealness where Q could come back, maybe Wesley shows up. Um, Possible. Or, you know, how hilarious would it be if he shows up and is like, hey, I found out you're my real dad. <laughs> right. You're, you're my real dad, too. Yeah. <laughs> so they all just... Jack Crusher's a punk. Right, <laughs> go off right little brother? The, <laughs> go off into the afterlife together or something. But, like, I... Because we haven't seen Wesley and Beverly Crusher together. That's true. And I think they deserve that moment. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. But, like, I well, hope to. Part of Beverly's hang-ups is that she, like, she sequestered her son away all these years mm -hmm. because she that it kind of gets under her skin like you're gonna lose another son like oh yeah, yeah i yeah. know she's she's don't talk to beverly that way she yeah. will cut a bitch <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so 
We will rejoin you after this yes. is all over with other thoughts. Maybe Laura will be on board with cameos from the uh, <laughs> the, the Next Generation crew. Uh, we'll see the the ultimate question mark fate of Jean-Luc Picard and uh, various ships named Enterprise. I think we'll skip messages of social enlightenment. I think okay. at the top of the first act, I did say still wear your mask, which is probably a good idea. If you're inside, okay. you know... I'm not going to stop. In fact, I'm adding six months onto my total mask wear time anytime anyone uses the term face diaper in my, pro- in my <laughs> do proximity. Do they do that to you often? At work, it's just, oh, it's, a, it's a complete thing. I thought it was thing. just someone that, like, the Sorry. terminally online people do, but it sounds like it's just yeah. a... But if you enjoy our uh, eruptions of noises, mm. then you might enjoy the other fine podcasts on PartyApocalypse.com. Are you saying this one's not fine? <laughs> this one's fine, too. This one's fine. The in, other in the, fine, in the fine like in the, in the sense of McDonald's fancy ketchup. It's a fine mm. thing. My first job was at Petty's Fine Foods. It wasn't ah. like, oh, this is fine. It was like, ooh, this is fine. fine. We're fine. <laughs> Including Disorganized. A Criminal Minds podcast With- featuring Z, me, and Eris. And not me. They are airing on Mondays that we're off. Uh, or They're actually airing on the same weekends we are, but on Mondays. Just, you know what? It doesn't matter when it goes. It's a podcast. You can listen to it whenever yes. you want. They are coming up on Mondays, every other Monday, a particular Monday. If you have questions about our schedule, tweet at us. Yes. And then we, we tweet about the shows when they drop mm-hmm. fairly regularly. We also have Beyond the Cabin in the Woods with friends of the show, Donna, Kenzie, and myself. We also have full runs of Friendables, two friends talking about Hannibal Lecter with myself and Eris, and As the Myth Turns, which was Z and Eris's original show, and The Fourth Wall, which includes everybody you could ever think of that was ever on a Party Apocalypse podcast, mm-hmm. and some that will never appear again. Books, blogs, movie reviews, and nothing else. Love of my life, do you have anything to plug? No, I think, uh, yeah, just be, be, don't be dicks to one another. Uh, be kind to people. If you see someone in a mask, just leave them alone. Uh, and, uh, get therapy. Not only if you're not wearing a mask, but everyone should get therapy. Everyone should get therapy. That's my plug. Indeed. Agreed. (laughs) And so we will go back to our episode. And we're back. Hello. Several weeks later. <laughs> actually, several weeks after the last episode aired, uh, schedules get busy. But it's still pretty fresh in our mind. Yes. Yeah. We watched the last three episodes now, Surrender, Vox, and The Last Generation. Uh, do we want to start talking about where our predictions were right and where we were wrong? I'm going to have to remember what our predictions were. I've got I remember, a few of them jotted down. I remember one of them. Yeah. But... <laughs> our, our our predictions from Act One were CQ. That was our somewhat yes. exclusive. Yes, yes. I had more Troy in, in the final three episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a, a guy in appearance. Mm, in name. In name, but yeah. uh, but a, an actual appearance of, of guy in. Well, we got one, but in name only. But it's not an actual appearance. They hinted at the fact that she was just off camera. They mentioned her <laughs> early in the season when they were at 10 Forward earlier and Riker was complaining about nobody wanting the Enterprise D model. Yep. Yeah. I was predicting we would see Whoopi Goldberg. Mm. We did not. As they were setting things up, the fleet was all networked and the Borg could be involved. That was going to be a problem. I thought all of the ships at the museum were going to play, but yeah. I had doubt about it because... 
could they really afford to build all of those bridge sets? True. Or rebuild them. Right? We only got to play with one, but it's the best one, so that's fine. And then I predicted <laughs> that we would see uh, the Enterprise F, which we'd already seen in some clips. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw it for about five minutes yeah. before we... <laughs> uh, that, uh, the, the material ancillary to the season predict it told us that the f was due to be de decommissioned so i predicted we would see the g oh it was due to be decommissioned yeah. oh okay because yeah. the chatter on the internet is why didn't we get more time with the f we'll get to that okay. yes um that's part of my uh things to talk about in this Excellent. one and that we would also possibly maybe see the enterprise d because there were a lot of clues to that of all those predictions Guinan was the only one where we were wrong i mean they mentioned her and she was my my head canon is she was just off stage and right. could not make it onto the camera. She was busy helping other people. <laughs> my prediction is that we would see her, and that was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. We saw her in uh, season two. Right. But I thought we'd see her one more time. We did not. We could have at least gotten Ben, the uh, junior <laughs> lower decks. Uh... Save it for the season seven episodes. <laughs> did you know there was a junior bartender on the Enterprise? <laughs> Well, there was. <laughs> we did definitely get more Troy. Troy, I think, is mm -hmm. uh, heavy in those last three episodes. Mm -hmm. I think schedule-wise, she just couldn't be available for all of it. So oh, really? Oh, okay. Front loader. She lives in England now. Well, yeah, makes and sense. So, and the show very pointedly films in California because Picard did... Uh, Picard. Patrick Stewart didn't want to go anywhere. So we, we mentioned that there's some controversy about the various Enterprises we see. There is one mm -hmm. episode, or well, I guess... In theory, over the course of two episodes, we see three Enterprises. The uh, D, the F, and the G. Mm -hmm. The D, obviously, was... Not only did we see it in the Fleet Museum, like, there it is. I thought, oh, maybe Geordi still had the saucer section running, and that would be it. No, he, he went and stole He's a whole ass other star drive. Rebuilt it. Yeah. <laughs> that man treated that like a model and yeah. just pieced it together. Yep, and restored the bridge, not to its generation's configuration with the extra consoles on the right and the dark lighting. Mm. He, he, it was, I, I think I saw somebody specifically pointed out there was an, a particular instant where, yes, it was accurate. because there was It wasn't quite the season seven bridge. It definitely wasn't the first season bridge because that was all mm, yeah, yeah. different. So he just he restored it to a particular time. My head canon is the way it looked on a, on his favorite day right. or something. <laughs> My head canon is that the, the bridge modules of ships are detachable and replaceable, and because like you look at the Enterprise A or even in the movies, the bridge changed pretty fundamentally occasionally. Mm -hmm. uh, my theory is that the bridge module that crashed on Viridian 3 with the saucer section was not the bridge module that they had dealt with all of those previous seasons. So that module was out there somewhere? It was somewhere on a base just sitting on a, mm. a on, on pallets waiting to be disassembled. And then he was like, no, 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 bring that over here. <laughs> well, let me, let me just fit that in. Yeah. The final episode takes place predominantly on, on the Enterprise-D. Mm -hmm. uh, some complain that it's a bit of a Return of the Jedi ripoff. Those people need to just look to Star Wars for its own ripoffs right. of itself. Right. You don't need to cross we, over. <laughs> yes. 
the and there there's a certain parallel in there. Of the, but the, Star Trek's done the revisit the old ship thing too. It's like not it's... the revisiting of the old ship. It's the ship goes into the bowel of the big deathly machine and has to destroy the core of it. That's I think what people are, and I think that's a fair criticism. But to it, be to be hung up on it is not but useful. They they did it with skill and with trusting data to be able to do it he's like oh oh put me in put me in boss like i can do it but like and they're like you know what fine we're gonna trust you to do this and you know in star wars we just use magic also it's probably a lot trickier to maneuver the enterprise d which a ship that fans oh yeah might have criticized <laughs> as a large hilton in space mm. As opposed to the Millennium Falcon, which is, you know, a semi-truck, or even maybe. The, yeah, I guess it was the Millennium Falcon in that one yeah. part, yeah. I, I'm thinking of Luke. Okay. You know Return, what? No. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. And I'm not as big a fan of the of the Wars series as I am the Trek stuff. I understand. So, besides, if you want to get picky about it, <laughs> the, the Enterprise D has already gone inside an asteroid to do something in Season 7. But so. it, it did that super <laughs> slow. Like, easy, easy. And then in this one, it's like... Well, they, they, they should have let Data drive. I'm sure they did then, too. He was sitting right there. There's some controversy about the types of Enterprises we were presented with. Uh, at the end of the final episode, the Titan A is rechristened the Enterprise G mm. as a setup to uh, Star Trek Legacy with Captain Seven of Nine in command and pretty much everybody's kids there. I'm assuming <laughs> Alexander Roshenko is going to be in the ep- first episode of Legacy. You'd hope. Yeah. <laughs> I have to recast that boy. <laughs> There are the Enterprise F, as it was featured, is, is exactly the same class that was designed for the Star Trek Online video game. Myopic fans of that game are bereft that they only saw the F for a brief moment. It was completely obliterated and then decommissioned. Mm. Telly Savalas, not Telly Savalas, the other guy. <laughs> Um, went online and said, yeah, maybe we should have made that ship that appeared in the fleet the E and set that aside and not shown the F and then make the Titan the F, rechristened as the F. Like, adding the F was fan service and it kind of blew back on them a little bit. Well, here's my thing, is I thought, in the watching of it, mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't play the game, I don't read a lot of the other secondary material. So just from what has been on screen, my impression was that the F was kind of the flagship at the time because Admiral Shelby's on it and she's the one leading this Frontier Day celebration and everything's, you know, happening. And it made it seem like it was the ship of the fleet and therefore why would it be up for decommission soon? Like, I had no idea that that was even a thing. I just thought this was the new Enterprise and Uh because I know E got beat up a little bit and they're, they're like, oh, there's plenty of other letters left in the alphabet. Well, hey, look at the F! Yay! But like... Something bad happened to it. They 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 miss they misfired with this whole fleet. Mm. Uh, what did they call it? Um, hive. No, cool. they, yeah, hive would have. <laughs> that would be a too much of a tip off. What yeah. do they call it? The fleet maneuver thing where they yeah. all act as one. Yeah. Um, a little bit of Guardians of a Galaxy, mm. whatever of the galaxy, <laughs> the, the 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 race that does that. It just seemed to me like, oh, yay, we get the F, but oh man, that sucks. It just 
Yeah. It, it didn't last very long. But if you look at some of our other Enterprise friends, our other Enterprise ships, they didn't last very long either. So yeah, I few, guess. they get a few years and then... Yeah. But like a wise man once said, there are plenty of letters left in the alphabet. There are. The 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 appearance of the F was fan service to a very particular kind of fan, and that mm. kind of fan didn't enjoy it. So it didn't work. Sorry, guys. Right, it didn't work <laughs> as the fan service that it was intended to be. Mm. I think uh, telling Mat- Terry Metalis. <laughs> I love that I've done that to your head. <laughs> uh, admitted that in retrospect, he probably should have made that ship that was in the fleet the E, and that would have been the last voyage of the E. I thought the E got destroyed. It did, it, as it was presented. He would have rewritten it to be that that ship was going to be the E due to be decommissioned. Oh, like it was just there for show. Like it wasn't here to be on a mission. It was just going to lead the fleet symbolically right. in this maneuver. And this okay. was because that's okay. what it was. The F, it was the F's last voyage. It was due to be decommissioned anyway. Mm. And he thought, let's throw the online fans uh, a, a, a morsel. And then we can have a throwaway line about how Worf may have fucked up the E at some point. He says he probably should have just made that ship the E. I agree with him. What's funny is that I'm not so much of a... I don't know what the people who really love ships call themselves, but I'm not so much of a ship shipper that I care I understand. <laughs> that deeply about it. But if you didn't play the I game... Didn't know th- I didn't know the F, so I, I have no, no reason to right. feel attached to it, I guess. But wouldn't it have been a little... But maybe if I'd played the game and felt attached to it. But even then, wouldn't it have been leaner if the E... Because the E doesn't appear. It's part of the mm-hmm. next generation's legacy. It just gets one throwaway line. If it mm-hmm. had one final voyage there where it was destroyed by the Borg, mm-hmm. that would have been something. Maybe, yeah. I, I, I think Metallus's Self-criticism is valid, hmm. is what I'm saying. He's like, had I do it, to, had I had I to do it over again, I would have made the E that, and then the Titan get rechristened as the F. Incidentally, I'm not a hundred percent on board with the rechristening of the Titan really? as the Enterprise G. I get, I like it. I like that the it's setting up the prospect of this sh- new show, this legacy that he's been teasing but the studio hasn't greenlit and with a writer strike god only knows when that might happen would follow a new enterprise on its new voyages with you know a lot of lore built into it not capital lore capital l lore <laughs> little l lore mm-hmm. um i think really the enterprise d with its syracuse star drive <laughs> proved itself mm. more than useful to starfleet at that time it should have been rechristened the G. <laughs> eh. I, 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 I am I am planting my flag on okay, that Okay, you do that. The reason I'm okay with how it turned out on screen is because let's 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 think of the discovery, strange new worlds uh, phenomenon that happened. Mm-hmm. You show up with the Enterprise where you build the set. Mm-hmm. You show up with the crew who's already been cast mm-hmm. ready to go for an episode or two in discovery right. and then they have their little thing and then like hey let's make strange new worlds we've got this so now 
You have a ready-made set where you, that you built on the Titan A. You have a crew that you come to love a little bit because they've been through some shit together. They've lost a captain together already who was kind of an asshole but then turned out not to be an asshole and you love that about him. You've got people on the bridge who literally died I during this adventure. So you want to see those people again in whatever comes next and you already have it. There would be absolutely no reason for you to assemble that same group of people once again under seven of nine's command on a on a new ship um you know and call I, that the enterprise you I'm don't not, just shift the crew over i'm like not, not i'm not saying that i'd say legacy is the voyages of the titan a the continuing voyages of the titan a right but that they incidental to that didn't make this new show about the enterprise g make it about the titan a with seven of nine i'm all on board with that with the new crew but put the Enterprise D, now rechristened the G, back into service elsewhere. You just elsewhere don't like the, the title of the ship, not the fact that... I, I think the Enterprise D proved that it still has value, and that after saving <laughs> all of human civilization one more time, that it was put into mothballs again. No, it was ready to go back out. <laughs> It's interesting that they pulled those uh, strings or whatever mm-hmm. in that little um, kind of the motion picture homage when they're circling the ship. They are talking about how like, oh, it's it's good to be the, you know, the guy that saved everybody because now we can do whatever we want with this ship. You could have named it the Picard. <laughs> Had the USS Picard floating around out there. So it's interesting that they pulled the strings, whereas if... Seven of Nine had gotten her way, do you think it would have been the Voyager A? If they were uh, had to rechristen it, do you think she would have chosen that? Possibly. It was already established that a Voyager A was among the fleet mm. in some of the, like, well, blink you and you'll miss it obviously just shift stuff. stuff around now, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a possibility. The impulse to say, let's honor the crew of the Enterprise D is right. I think they should have said, the Enterprise D has plenty of years left in her because she clearly is ready to go again. Hmm. Um, While we're talking about ship names, can we circle back to the fact that of the couple of ships whose call names you get to hear on screen, one of them appears to be the USS Pulaski? Yeah. I'm I'm fine with that. (laughs) I'm fine with that. Mainly, mainly because it would imply that she's dead. Well, yes, and maybe that she had to have done something so honorable or heroic to get her name on a ship. Yeah. Or it's the shittiest ship in the fleet, and they're like, I'll just name it the Pulaski, whatever, we don't care. Right. (laughs) Yeah, they had the Pulaski, they had the USS Hikaru Sulu. We had President Anton Chekhov. We did! Yes, doing the Star Trek (laughs) 4 bit. That's the next thing. They have not changed the presidential warning script in hundreds of years. If it works, it works. It, 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 it communicates everything that you need. It's everybody stay away, but if there's a crew of the Enterprise out there who's stolen anything, do what you guys gotta do. Right. Like, you know. But also, because uh, it, it talks about have, like an alien signal or we don't know how to, or yeah. something. And so like, it's so funny that they just assumed that the destruction was gonna come from the outside. <laughs> It wasn't going to be us destroying ourselves anymore. We got past that part. We must assume that if the Earth is under attack, it is an alien signal. We are running a little low on time. Did you have anything else about this tail end of Picard Season 3 that you wanted to... uh... There's so much! Yeah. 
it's worth watching. If you haven't watched it, I don't know why the fuck you're listening to us. <laughs> and we're going to hit it again with probably an, at least an episode or two here in a couple of years when right? we all catch up with it. Uh, and see, even now, it's like... It makes me very emotional. I tears, was, I was, tears leak out. My emotions leak out of my eyes. They right. do not leak out of my husband's M- eyes. Mine just <laughs> get processed into spite. I, I saw some uh, complaints about the happy ending oh, of sorts. Fuck those people. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I need the happy ending. I yeah. do not need Wash flying the ship down and getting impaled suddenly, and you lose one of your main characters. Kind of a scene. There was, I don't yeah. need that. I wanted. Yeah. All good things, we I, have happiness, and then you get a tag scene where guess who shows up? Mr. Q, who told us to watch. But going back to that, we haven't got... Well, hold, hold on that Q. Okay. Hold on the Q thing. Hold I want to talk Q. about the Q thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was psyching myself up going into the final episode, because I think that's one of the predictions we had that was wrong. I didn't think Picard was going to live. That's true. Through the season. Yeah, uh, I, I was questioning whether he would as well. I, I And... What they've managed to do, like, I, you can have quibbles about enterprises and that sort of thing. And I, I think, really, this season is a triumph in a whole. What they did that was so great, they gave a sense of finality to the Core 7, but not a funeral. Yes, for them. thank you, yes. And that, that's what struck me. Like, they're fine. Everybody's fine and happy. They Picard, have lives now. Picard and-, and Beverly are probably not together. I would have liked to have seen a Lara scene at the end, like Picard shows up. And Ter- Telly Savalas told us that he wanted to leave that ambiguous. Are Picard and Beverly together? You could read it that way if you really, really, really wanted to. I think looking at those scenes is mm. that they are content to be friends and co-parents yes. of Jack. They will occasionally see each other more now because right. they have this kid. Maybe they'll have breakfast occasionally once again. Coffee and croissant. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, then Laris gets to meet the kid and, yeah. you know, maybe they're a throuple. I don't know. Let's leave it open. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think that's selling Beverly short because as a Howard woman, we all know that she's like a decade away from hitting her sexual prime. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she should lower her standards to fuck around with a 90-year-old robot. <laughs> That's true. She She's going to be 90 or 80-something herself and yeah. can get the 30-year-olds. So Whatever yeah. she wants, she gets. And she is back at uh, Starfleet Medical. The head of Starfleet Medical. They're all happy. They're all, like, and they can appear mm-hmm. again if Legacy... Or if something in the 25th century comes to fruition. Even Patrick Stewart's gone on the record saying, not like he was with Professor X where he's like, this is it, this is the end, I'm not mm-hmm. coming yeah. back. And then he ends up showing up in Multiverse <laughs> of Madness, but, but whatever. you could tell his heart wasn't quite in the same place with that, yeah. He, he was like, money please. <laughs> he's gone on the record saying, I'm probably done being the lead character of, of a Star Trek adventure. Yeah. And I'm like, that's... Perfectly fine. If you had told us five years ago that we'd get three more seasons of Patrick Stewart, I would have said, you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> we got the seasons. Whether you loved season one and one and two, some people still feel the need to shit on it whenever they talk about how great I season three is. I think each season got progressively better. I I, I think I'm... I but they're also like, all different, so yeah. it's, it's hard I, to compare them against one I, another. I said, it, I think this is the strongest season. I yes. think season one doesn't quite stick the landing. I think season two gets a little bloated in the middle. But those are just noting the flaws. Yeah, not that I didn't a, enjoy it. It's yeah. just, this is what I don't think worked. He says Jack Crusher is kind of the future. Seven of Nine is the future. But if 
I could play some sort of comedic role in some story, <laughs> I'd be delighted to come back for a supporting he role. could Skype in, talk to his son, or yeah. how adorable would it be if he recorded messages for his son? So, like, every episode of that show starts with him, like, listening to a message from his father. Even that might be too much. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying a little bit here. He's not, he hasn't closed the door on Jean-Luc. Like, really, before he said, oh, I'll never play Jean-Luc Picard again. Now he's saying... Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But I like the the not as the main character thing. Yeah. yeah. I think that's right. I think the next generation's voyage is over. But it's not but we could see Beverly again, we could see Worf again, we could mm-hmm. see Riker and Troy again, see we could Jordy see Jordy again, and Jordy and Data. We have hardly talked about how <laughs> Data's human now, guess what? <laughs> whole ass have Data back. And he has uh, as close as he possibly can attained his final goal. To become human. Good season, guys. You should be watching it. Or watched it. And we were almost right about Q. We thought Q would be waiting for Picard in the afterlife. Right. He was waiting for Jack Crusher to start a whole new trial. Right. Yeah. So that was good. Shaw's character arc. Oh, yeah. Good dude. You hate him in the beginning. Oh, you're like... He is... Yeah. He's the new Pulaski. Yeah, and you're just like, fuck this dude. I don't care what happens to him. I don't even feel that strongly about Voyager characters, but if you call her (laughs) Hanson one more time, Chief, we're going to go out and we're going to have some words. And... Kimbo Jitsu. (laughs) Apparently, you know, when you are in times on a spaceship and you are under extreme stress there's a life or death situation happening you do have time to go and record a uh promotion uh <laughs> message for uh for your superiors so we, my, we get this yeah my read on that is he recorded it before Riker and uh Picard came on board the Titan I don't know I thought he had a I wanted to say he had like a mark on his face that like showed that it was like after all of that had begun but maybe it'd I'm be worth remembering that it would be, wouldn't it? But anyway, so he speaks very highly of Seven of Nine, calls her Seven of Nine to her face, and then on the screen. Yeah. Um, he did it on the screen, and then he did it as his last act on in yes. the universe. So it was very... And, he, his angle, but also what was beautiful is when she took over the ship, um, and you're like, oh my god, this is over, over. Like, how on earth are they getting out of this? They bring him up to the the bridge and, like, throw him down. And they're going to, like, destroy the ship. And you see one little tear fall down his face because he actually cares. See, even me. Yeah. And all of his worst qualities <clears throat> come from a place of honest trauma. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, he's mad at Picard in a Cisco-style way. Yes. Cisco, <laughs> Cisco had catharsis about that. Within a couple of years, to a degree, where he was mm-hmm. like, I, he he worked through it, and he doesn't blame Picard for what happened. Shaw was nursing that for decades, <laughs> but also he was a he was a LaForge fanboy. Yeah, and LaForge comes on his ship, and all he wants to do is take him aside and talk spaceships with him. That was the cutest thing. <laughs> it was, and he yeah, good guy, honest trauma, working it out, damaged and <laughs> figured it out by the end. Yes. Liam Shaw, you dipshit from Chicago. <laughs> Coming from a long line of dipshits I, from Chicago, that's true. I salute you. There's so many other things to say, but I, I know we're... We'll get there in a couple of years. We will. We will. Yes, and we'll 
take actual notes, so we're not just rambling. I had notes. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> so next time, I think the last episode we said we would be moving on to TNG Season 7. That We did a quick course correction just to, spoiler, make our 100th episode the first contact episode. <laughs> we will be doing TNG Season 7. Sex Candles. Yes! Um, Asaka's Waking. Them Pegasi, though. <laughs> Uh, I'm blanking on other things. I, I got my season seven notes here. I could just do a quick thing. Oh, all good yeah. things. All good things. Uh, uh, Our first little foray. And and that's the thing. Picard season three doesn't really overly contradict anything that we see in that alternate future of all good things. They, in it, fact, they, they kept like Jordy's kids' names. And, right. It leaves them along sing- similar paths. Yeah. With some details changed. Like, I don't think Beverly and Picard actually got married, but... They didn't, yeah. You yeah. know, they obviously did finally get together a little they bit. They gave it a shot. Yeah, And by, by this season's accounting, they gave it a shot four or five times. They, they, they tried. <laughs> I'm satisfied now that maybe they shouldn't be together. And that's taken a number of years to get there. Because, yep. I mean, we were ending card season two, and they said, oh, you know, Dr. Crusher's going to show up. I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do with Laris? Laris uh, I don't want to tell Laris to get the fuck out of here, but Laris has got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, so we'll talk about TNG uh, season seven next time. Then we'll move on to Deep Space Nine season three after that. Oh, actually, no, take that back. We'll do Generations after that. Yes. We'll watch the ship crash, which was once again resurrected. Which they mentioned in this one that they had to, they because it was a, a violation of the Prime Directive that they crashed there yeah. at all. So, thanks, Troy. <laughs> right. well, hey, and I saw a tweet that was that was that was pretty dope. We've been dogging on Troy for a number of years here, and it said like. Cold take, Troy cra- uh, Troy piloted the ship once and crashed it. Hot take, Troy piloted the ship in the most impossible scenario and soft landed the saucer section with no casualties. Uh, true, and it was uh, structurally sound enough that they could <laughs> fix it later, and Jordy was yeah. like, yeah, I can, I can, I can duct tape this uh, back together. It's fine. Two people fucked up on the crashing <laughs> Enterprise D. Uh, Jordy... For not thinking, hey, why have the Klingons taken my visor this long? <laughs> and to Worf, chief of security, not thinking, oh, he's been captured. Maybe we should check his visor for any kind of fuck up. That's true, because that's literally happened before. Yeah. Like, okay, oh. but we'll get there when we when we hit our, our and soon our generations discussion and we will. soon we will. So we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. 